Want to have better conversations? Join my free 21-day confidence-building course. You'll learn how to effectively talk about yourself and clearly explain what you do, so you'll be able to have more meaningful conversations with less awkward silences. Sign up now at freeconfidencecourse.com. You're listening to Stand Out Get Noticed, the show that helps you communicate with confidence so you can stand out from the crowd and get noticed by all the right people. If you want to be a person of influence and achieve success in business and in life, this podcast is for you. To subscribe to the show, go to thecmethod.com. Hey there, Rockstar. Christina with you here. Last week, I took a break from the show, and this week, I am super pumped to be back. Now, as last week was the one-year birthday of this podcast, Stand Out, Get Noticed, this episode today is what I learnt from a year of podcasting. So that's a year of consistently publishing content. It's not easy to do this every week. There is a lot of work involved. So I am super proud of what I've achieved over the last year. That's why I want to share it with you. Now, what I'm going to share with you today is not necessarily related to communication skills. It's more about what I've learned from the act of recording, interviewing, publishing, and creating something every single week for a year. So it's definitely related to building confidence, and it will be valuable to you if you want to put yourself out there. So perhaps you want to create a body of work like photography or art. Maybe you've always wanted to start a blog or a show or or write a book. I've met many people who are sitting on an idea. They want to create stuff, but they're holding themselves back from publishing it or holding themselves back from expressing themselves and putting their ideas out there, whether it's through an online medium or in in person through your work or your business. So if this sounds like you, this episode is for you. Before we get to that, I have a very special song for a special podcast listener. Now, if you've listened to this show for a little while, you may recall back in episode 40, I think it was episode 40, I said, if you've listened to every single episode up until this point, let me know and I will create a special personalized song for you on the ukulele. And the other week, I got an email from podcast listener Simon, who he says he's been working his way through every episode, um, and he and he was up to episode 40, and he said, I've listened to every single episode, Christina, does this mean I get a personalized song? And I wrote back and I said, of course. So I racked my brains and I came up with something today and I will be playing that for you at the end of the episode. So hang around for that. It's a good one. (laughs) And of course, if you have listened to every single episode so far, which means you would have listened to, this is uh, 53, this is 53 episodes now, please let me know. I would love to do a song for you as well. It's my way of saying thank you. (laughs) Oh, and one final announcement If you haven't yet signed up to the 21-day confidence building course, go and do that right now. I'm making some changes to my site and by the end of April, it will no longer be a 21-day course. It's going to be a 10-day challenge and of course the content will still be awesome, but I will be turning the 21 days into a paid course. Of course, you may prefer the 10 days, you may prefer a shorter challenge, but if you've been thinking of signing up and you don't want to have to pay for the course, go sign up now. So go to freeconfidencecourse.com and sign up. 
I promise you'll love it. And if you don't, I give you permission to egg my house. Just kidding. I give you permission to unsubscribe. That's less messy and better for the environment too. Okay, let's get into it. What I've learned from a year of podcasting. Show notes will be at thecmethod.com slash lessons. That's thecmethod.com slash lessons. Number one, it's okay to copy from people until you develop your own style. You may or may not know that this is my second podcast. Now, I started my first podcast in November 2013. And when I started, I copied all my ideas from other people. Austin Cleon, he's an artist and a writer, he encourages people to steal like an artist. He says, copy, copy, copy. He says, when you're starting out, you haven't found your own style yet. So steal what you like from other people. Don't use or ignore what you don't like. And gradually, you'll find your own style. So when I first started podcasting, I copied the way other people did their introductions. I copied the way other people use their music and transitions. And that worked for me at the time. But then as I continued to podcast and I listened to others as well, I began to steal different things. And then I, I saw what worked and I saw what didn't work, what I liked and what I didn't like. And I began to apply them all into my own show. And this is what's helped me to develop my own unique style. And I know that's the reason why a lot of you listen to this show, because it's different to all the other shows. But I wouldn't have been able to get to this point if I hadn't started copying and taking bits and pieces from other people's shows. Does that make sense? So it works the same for music, for art, for fashion, for writing, any sort of creative pursuit. I mean, most musicians start off by playing covers of other musicians, right? Because that's all they know. And then they use these artists they admire to to draw inspiration from. So if you're thinking about starting something, maybe writing a book, starting a blog, writing some music, look at what other people are doing and copy them. And keep on copying until you find what works for you and what you like and what then becomes authentically you. Lesson number two, repurposing works. Now, I put a lot of effort into these podcast episodes and to think that I record it, I put it out there and it sits there as a single podcast, like a piece of audio and doesn't do anything else, it's kind of depressing considering I've put all this work into it. So what I've learned over the last year is you can take a podcast episode and then you can get it transcribed and then you can turn that transcription into a blog post. And I've also turned podcast episodes into Toastmasters speeches. I've turned workshops that I've delivered into podcasts, right? I've turned audio podcasts into videos. There's the C Method YouTube channel. If you go there, you'll see all these podcast episodes. I've turned them into videos with a still picture as the the video, as the the visual bit. So there's not like a moving image but still it's there as a vid- in video format so people find it on YouTube. I've turned podcasts into transcripts. I've turned blog posts into podcasts, right? The link, the list goes on and on and on. And then I've turned those, the show notes of the podcasts into posts on LinkedIn. So there's so many different things you can do with the one piece of content. 
So anything that you create, think about how can I reuse this? How can I repurpose it somewhere else? And don't worry, people aren't going to go, hey, you already talked about that here or, oh, you already wrote about that here and now you're doing it as a podcast. That's cheating. Because let's face it, everyone is time poor and not everyone has time to go and read all your stuff, listen to your stuff, watch all your stuff. Okay, they'll generally just pick one medium. So repurpose. No one's going to get mad at you for it. Lesson number three, put the effort into a good launch. Now, this podcast has way more downloads than my first show, a way bigger audience, which is awesome. And I attribute a large aspect of that to my launch. Now, when you release a podcast, some of you may not know this, you get eight weeks in new and noteworthy, the new and noteworthy section of iTunes. And that shows up right at the top. And if you have And the more downloads that you have and the more iTunes reviews you have, that will push you up in that new and noteworthy section, which means that, which increases the chances of new visitors seeing your show, which increases your download numbers. Now, the trick to getting a lot of downloads in new and noteworthy is to launch your podcast in iTunes with a bunch of episodes already in the can. So some people try to launch with 10 episodes already done. And then they publish two episodes a week for the first six or eight weeks. And then they go back to a normal schedule. I published four episodes in week one. So like it was like four over seven days. So I didn't go as crazy as launching with 10, but it still meant that there were multiple episodes in iTunes for people to download. And then when they download them all at once, that increases my download numbers, which then pushed my show higher up in new and noteworthy. I was also really annoying and went around and got my friends to leave reviews for me, which helped a lot as well. I think I have about 29 reviews in the Australian store, which is phenomenal. Okay, lesson number four. Creating a body of work teaches you discipline. Now, as I run my own business, my deadlines are mostly self-imposed. No one is forcing me to get out of bed in the morning. No one is forcing me to go to work and open my laptop. No one is forcing me to release my podcast every week. I have to force myself. And there's a great TED Talk on this. It's the first TED Talk I ever watched. And it's and it's by a woman called Mel Robbins. And she's amazing. She says that when we're growing up, our parents force us to do stuff. You know, they force us to do our homework or tidy our room or be nice to people. But when we become adults, there's no one there to force us to do it. So we have to force ourselves to do the things that are difficult. Now, committing to this weekly podcast has forced me to be disciplined with it and to meet these deadlines every week. And the thing that keeps me committed is you, you, the podcast listener who tunes in every week. And I see there in the downloads that you're, you're listening. And I think, Oh God, I can't let my listeners down. I've said to you that I'm going to release every single week. So that's what I need to do. So it's my commitment to show you that I take what I do seriously and that I really value you as a listener. So while I'm here, I'd just like to say thank you so much for tuning in. You know, you're the reason why I show up every single week. So thank you. And now knowing that I can be disciplined, it helps me with other areas of my life as well. 
because I know that I can stick to something. And if I can stick to podcasting, it means that I can stick to other things. Like I can be disciplined with my exercise. I can be disciplined with my eating. I can be disciplined with, you know, going to bed early. And discipline is what you need if you want to achieve anything noteworthy. Lesson number five, I've learned how to be kind to myself. Now, I know this may seem to be a counter argument to being disciplined, but as much, as much as I believe in being disciplined, I've also learned not to beat myself up if I do happen to miss a strict self-imposed deadline. Yes, I intend to release this podcast at 9am Melbourne time, which is Australian Eastern time, but hey, sometimes it doesn't go out until 10am or even noon. Now, do I beat myself up? No, I don't. I'd rather make sure that I take that a bit of extra time and make sure that what I can release is quality content. And in fact, if you listen to the soundbite I published last week, I'm not going to call it a a podcast because it wasn't really an episode. It was just a little soundbite to say that I was taking a break. It was hard not to beat myself up about that. I really, really wanted to release an episode, but I just couldn't do it. My, My mind wasn't in the right place and I didn't want to release something that was subpar because I respect you and I respect your time. Yeah. So that's why I took a break last week. So always remember, It's very important to be kind to yourself. Lesson number six, when you're doing something that's authentic to who you are, it's much easier to sustain. Now, my first podcast was specifically for architecture and design students and graduates. It was a very niche podcast and it was specifically focused on public speaking and presentation skills. Now, I did that for a good nine months, and by the end, I just wasn't feeling it. It was way too specific, and I felt that it was limiting me with what I could produce or the audience that I could reach. I was getting great feedback from people that were outside of that audience, and it was hard to ignore that. And as I learned more and more about myself and what people found valuable in me, I felt that the podcast wasn't fully representing who I truly was. So this podcast, Stand Out Get Noticed, is much more authentic to who I am and it allows me to share my message with more of the people who see the value in what I offer. And because it's more authentic to me, I'm much more passionate about it. I'm much more excited about releasing podcasts and I'm much more excited to share it with as many people as I can. So if you want to start something, I've had a few people say to me they want to start a podcast and I've been asked, what topic should I podcast about? And I always say, podcasts about something you're passionate about. Oh, and it's the same if you're delivering a speech. I was at Toastmasters the other day and I found out that people really struggle to choose a topic and I encouraged people to think about what they're passionate about and then pick a topic around that. That's what's going to make it easy to deliver that speech. In the same way, if you're choosing a blog or a book or a podcast or a video series, pick something that's really authentic to you and that you're passionate about because that's going to make it much easier to sustain in the long run rather than a topic that you think would be interesting to other people or, I don't know, something that is more likely to make you money, okay? Authenticity is key. And the final lesson I want to share with you today is to achieve anything worthwhile, you need patience, persistence, 
and momentum. Now, it's really hard when you're starting something, whether it be a blog post or a podcast or YouTube channel or an email list for your business, because you you start at zero, right? You're staring at this blank canvas and you look around you and you see people with hugely successful blogs or podcasts with 300 episodes or they've got multiple books and email lists with thousands of people and achieving the same thing just seems impossible. It's like this huge mountain that you need to climb. And you wish somehow that 50 blog posts could magically appear along with a thousand Facebook likes, but instead you're staring at this blinking cursor on a blank page and you're thinking, how on earth am I going to build something big enough so that people take notice? And how long is this going to take? It seems like such a large task. Now, I was the same with my podcast. It's so hard starting at episode one because you put in all this effort and it's like, oh my God, there's one episode. How am I supposed to get to episode 50 or 100? And especially after doing 39 episodes for my first podcast, I went back to square one. I started all over again. But I stuck at it and every single week I had that weekly discipline. I stuck at it, I released something and slowly but surely I built up this catalog of work until now I've got, you know, 53 episodes. And you know what? This year has gone so quick. And now I look back and I go, oh my God, 53 episodes. Unbelievable. My friend George C.O.C. Samuels, who's the host of the It Will Come show, I actually interviewed him on, on an earlier episode. His mantra is all about patience, persistence, and momentum. And he believes that if you're persistent with something, you keep at it, you have patience, and you understand that things take a while to get traction, things take a while to build up. But as long as you keep at it weekly, daily, whatever it is, You will build up this momentum and then things will start to happen. So now I'm at the point with my show where I've got enough listeners and downloads where, you know, people are taking notice. I'm looking to get a sponsor for the show so I can start to monetize it. And I've built up credibility from having created this relatively large body of work. Obviously, it's not as big as like a 300-episode podcast, but still, considering that most podcasts die before they reach seven episodes, I think 53 is a pretty good effort. So if you're starting out, please don't feel overwhelmed by all these huge things you you need to achieve. Just start with the very first step. Start with the one thing, and then from there, keep up that consistent effort. Keep it up, keep it up, do stuff you love, and eventually you'll get there and you'll look back and you go, oh my God, I can't believe I actually did that. So that is what I've learned from a year of podcasting. Just to recap, firstly, steal from other people until you find your style. Second, repurposing works. Third, for a podcast launch, being prepared and using and utilizing you and noteworthy really works. Fourth, you learn discipline. Fifth, I learned how to be kind to myself. Sixth, when you're doing something that's authentic to who you are, it's easier to sustain. And number seven, to achieve anything worthwhile, you need patience, persistence, and momentum. Now, if you want the blog post of this episode with, you know, obviously a text version, go to thecmethod.com slash lessons. That's thecmethod.com slash lessons. That's where the show notes are. 
And oh yeah, and finally, if you haven't signed up yet for my 21 day confidence building course, the 21 days is only going to be available for the next few weeks. So before you forget, after this episode is finished, go to freeconfidencecourse.com. That's freeconfidencecourse.com and sign up. Too easy. Oh, and there was one last thing. Ah, yes, the moment you've been waiting for. Here's a personalized song for podcast listener Simon. I've based it on the song Santa Monica by Savage Garden. They were an Australian pop band. They were quite big here in the 90s, and Santa Monica was one of their hits. And I hope you don't mind me using your surname in the song, Simon, but I just couldn't resist using it with this song. So I hope you enjoy. Okay, here goes. Simon the Monica, he's a rock star. He listened to my podcast one through forty and paid attention to Simon the Monica. He's a pommy butt now lives in the land of jandals and kiwis. Have some fish and chips for me, brew. He never felt so lonely, never felt so out of place Until he listened to my podcast and now people love his face Now when he wakes up in the morning, he ain't just anyone He is Simon, version 2.0 He's dating a supermodel, he has his own talk show You'll totally see the difference so Simon, thank you for listening to my podcast show, for the feedback and your iTunes review. I had such a blast writing this song on the bus. Keep on being awesome, doing what you do. <laughs> oh, God. My name is Christina Cantors, and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. I'll see you all next week.